0: Welcome back to the TD Garden. Mike Macnick, John Leahy with you. The score at the end of the first period in the hockey's semifinal is Merrimack 2, UNH 1. And Joining us for this intermission is the director of athletics at Merrimack College, Glenn Hoffman. Glenn, pretty entertaining display down here with mascots playing. Uh, ma- one mascot from each of the, ho- the ten hockey schools. and uh, It has been ver- very entertaining to watch. I uh, My wife is a huge fan of mascots. I always tell her she should write a book about mascots
1: because she's sitting about six rows from the ice. I can only imagine how excited she is right now watching this. And uh, they're kind of true to form. Northeastern's a pretty good spender and I'm not sure what the Warriors do, in all fairness to folks out there. Uh, the Warriors, we got to work with our mascot a little bit on, on the skating ability, but
0: uh, it's pretty entertaining. You know, I was pretty sure that the Warrior was stretching that a little earlier, so uh, that would talk about true to form. That would certainly be the case, but uh, a very entertaining first period here. Uh, John and I were talking about it. I, I didn't think that it was the Warriors' best period. They certainly let allowed some good scoring chances. Joe Cannata was terrific in that first period, but they still have a 2-1 lead. I um, Yeah, to be up 2-1 after that period, I think we should feel pretty good about that.
1: I think the natural nerves clearly played out in the first five minutes. Uh, you know, we can we can say you can prepare all you want, but it's been a long time since the Merrimack team has been on this type of stage, and I think the nerves showed early on. But I, I think as the game, you know, the period went on, the play got a little better, and, and yeah, to be up 2-1, and probably could be very easily, as you said, 3-1 uh, on the, on Seth's uh, you know shot there at the end. Uh, I think Merrimack's got to feel pretty good right now in the
0: locker room. How about the support this week? I mean, all, all year, really, but also this week and the support in the building. I mean, I think that uh, maybe some, some questions in terms of uh, the league is always concerned about attendance, right? For the, I mean, they want to sell as many tickets as possible to this event and also to the quarterfinals. What I find very interesting is that you often hear it said, well, you'd like to have the quarterfinals played in the biggest race at the, at the schools that have the most success, right? Because you expect that they're going to sell more tickets. But on the other hand, you look at the attendance around the league for the quarterfinals and let's talk about that first of all and a lot of those buildings were half full law arena was full 2,400, 2,500 people. I don't know, you guys might have even squeezed more people in there than that, and, and I don't want to get you in trouble for that, but uh, what an atmosphere. I mean, I heard it over and over again from people. Dave Hendrickson from U.S. College Hockey Online had a terrific article talking about how it was the greatest quarterfinal at, uh, atmosphere and environment that he had ever seen. That's got to feel pretty good. It does. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not gonna lie. I feel really good for the staff uh, because they've, they've, they've went a month in
1: planning all that stuff. So Dino Keefe, Will Rothamel, Brad Davis, Rob Rossi, and some of our students, Pat Bogue. I got to mention them, um, Jack Messenger, uh, Griffin Kirkwood, they all, that was a month in the the works and and, and to see it come through like it did was great. And it was great just to see the students relax and have some fun and kind of let loose and everything. And I was joking with some of the UNH people uh, before, or actually last night at the banquet and I said, you know, next year, you know, if we're in the quarterfinals, can we play it up there at your place because we could certainly, we could probably fill it. But, you know, if you're going to be in Hockey East, you, you know there's a minimum amount of money you had to bring in, and, and, and I voted for it because I thought it was important. That if you're going to be in Hockey East, you, you got to play by the rules, and, and you got to set your standards high. And, and uh, I, I think we proved that, that we are a legitimate, legitimate Hockey East team. No one can ever doubt the enthusiasm of the Merrimack fans, and we set
0: the bar pretty high for any future quarterfinals as far as enthusiasm is going. Now, what kinds of things have you heard this week from people uh, you know, leading up to this game as well as uh, what's what's happened all year? i got to think that you guys are, are receiving some high praise. Yeah, w-
1: we are, a- and it really starts with, with, with Mark Dennehy and, and the team. I mean, if you don't have a winning team, you can't do anything th- that we're doing, quite frankly, but I think we're prepared. We were, we've been prepared to take advantage of the opportunities that have presented themselves. I just like the fact that everyone's so proud about Mer- Merrimack. Our bookstore, I was there this morning buying a couple of shirts for some of my nephews, and, and it was packed this morning, so I think the bookstore people understand the, the impact that athletics can make. We, we sold out three boxes here tonight uh, very easily, and, and then, so I think that was interesting for people to see. We sold over 2,000 tickets. We have five buses of students coming down. Everyone's wearing their Merrimack stuff. We had a reception before the game. We had to stop it because we couldn't let more than five people into the Legends Club. So I think, I think people are. I've said it a couple of times, but I think people one are walking around with a lot of pride now, which they should have. They should have always had pride in the school. I think they believe in the direction of the school moving forward, both from an athletic standpoint and just from a, a college standpoint as a whole. And uh, I think that's And and I think they're proud, and I think that's a great, great thing to see. I mean, we shouldn't be surprised that we're up 2-1. We should have that same swagger as fans, as alumni, as, as employees of Merrimack College, because there's a lot to be proud of. There's a great direction moving forward,
0: and it's real. It's not just words, it's real. Did you have a chance to go down to Legends before the game, John? And I did, and, and saw so many people there. And, and 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 for me, the thing that that was greatest was seeing a number of alumni, some who I hadn't seen in, in several years, come back. Guys who played hockey at Merrimack, and, and and you could see the excitement on their face, getting ready for the game, and their families being there as well. That was terrific. That was great. I've said since I got here that that that,
1: that uh, I'm just a curi- you know, I'm just a placeholder for this, this you know school, essentially from an athletic standpoint, it's all for the alums and the student athletes. And, and I know how the student athletes feel, because I'm with them every day, but I, I, I kind of feel I know, the alums kind of feel the same way now, that they are really proud and, and excited about the direction that we're going, not only in hockey, but, but, but in all of the sports. And there's, you know, Mike, I mean, you, you know the people uh, certainly a lot better than I do, but I'm sure, I have to believe there was a lot of people there tonight down at Legends and, and through the course of the year at Lawler that, that haven't been back for a long time
0: and, and are glad to be back and we're really glad to have them back. Let me ask you this question. I mean, I, I've, I've thought for a while that if, uh, you know, I guess if, if, if the right uh, road was taken by, by pretty much everybody at the school, I mean, I think the size of the school is such that the, the program has to be almost woven into the fabric of the college and, and the community and the and the alumni and, and so on. And, and and I've often thought that if that was the case, if every, you had everybody doing their part, everybody's doing a little bit here or there, student, you know, uh, the... Res, residence life and, and, and you know, student activities and so on. If everybody's doing their part, it, it really can have an impact at a Division One level. And, and, and did you believe that coming in? And, and have you been? Uh, is anything surprised you what you've seen this year? Yeah, and that's a tough question. I, I think you always want to believe it when you come in. Uh, I really
1: know it now with Chris Hopi as the president. He, he's dramatically changed the role for athletics. At the campus, and, and I and all former and current student athletes should always be indebted to him for that because he really values it and really believes that, that we can be the front porch and that we can lead the school moving forward. And and that that's, that's quite a privilege and and also quite a responsibility to have. So, but. What's great is, you mentioned, you know, Res Life has really chipped in. Um, I mentioned the bookstore before. Our police services gave us a police escort down to, to Route 93, uh, you know, yesterday. And, and I can go on and on. and you know, Physical plant people have been terrific and all the stuff they've done. I could go on and on, and, and everyone has really just chipped in. And, and that's what's so much fun, because you feel like it's Merrimack College here tonight. It's not, it's not the hockey team. It's,
0: it's not the athletic department. It's the whole school. And that's when you know something is special. I want to give you an opportunity to, to let folks know we had Will Rothermel on in the previews, the pregame show but also we've got the, whatever happens tonight the Warriors play again next week we know that and Sunday we're going to find out uh, for the folks who might just be tuning in Sunday at 11.30 ESPN 2 on the Deuce the selection show the NCAA Ice Hockey selection show when the Warriors will find out when, who and where they're playing um, once that happens when will people who are interested be able to get tickets and, and start to make their plans well
1: that's a good question Uh, I think I I don't I don't know if we've really actually figured out a time yet. It's, it's really complicated for, for for us in the sense of we, if we're in Bridgeport, we know we're going to sell a lot more tickets. If it's if it's in St. Louis or Green Bay, it'll be a little different story, and the travel will be diff- more difficult for them, from a team perspective. So I, I think we'll probably go on sale. I would imagine we'll probably go on sale later that afternoon on on Sunday. If not, first thing Monday morning, probably around nine o'clock. But but just you know, we're trying on our website to keep everybody as updated as possible. Same thing through emails and everything. So just just keep following that, and we'll we'll continue to to communicate as best we can with everybody we'll find tickets for people I promise you that we will not we will not
0: have a lack of tickets for everyone everyone's been too loyal for us not to do that so, so we'll, we'll take care of all alright so the word then is MerrimackAthletics.com just keep checking back and, and, the, and the information will be there so Glenn thanks as always for being with us and also for the outstanding job that you do certainly do appreciate it as an alum I certainly appreciate it thanks Mike and uh, you know, it's, it's kind of special You know, we talk about all the alums
1: being here and everything it's got to be a great feeling and I, I, I get a kick out of you know, back here at the TD Garden,
0: that's got to be a, that's gonna have a nice ring to it for you and John. Yeah, yeah. It. it certainly does, Thanks, Glenn. Okay. All right, that's Glenn Hoffman, director of athletics at Merrimack, has been our guest in this first period, and the score is Merrimack leading UNH two to one. Let's take a look at the recap for the first period of play.